Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. And welcome to our favorite things. You know the drill at this point. Yeah. I surprise Kevin. Kevin surprises me. But before we do that, Kevin, how was your week? How's life? It's good. You know, I'm uh, finishing up the production of Cabaret that uh, we're doing at my at the school that we both teach at. Yes. Uh, New York Film Academy's musical theater department. And it's going really well. We're having a good time. Yeah? It's a beautiful it, little show. Is it? Uh, I love which, Cabaret. Which version is this? Is this? Uh, we're actually, they, we got the 98 uh, revival rights. So, so there's no Miskite, there's no... No, and there's no... Um, sitting pretty. I'm sitting pretty. That's yeah, it. that's the that's one. That's it. Yeah. I want to thank the listeners Not who are now. yelling at us right now that are actually <laughs> singing the song. and They're two verses ahead of us, so I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll, we'll play catch up. We'll, we'll sing it at Marie's Crisis later tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I love me a good Marie's Crisis. Oh, come on. Always. Who doesn't love Marie's Crisis? So that sounds like that's going well. Yeah. It, you know, and I'm playing keys in the in the orchestra, and it's it's really, I really enjoy it. It's oh, really awesome. a fun score. I love, I love the music to Cabaret. Who doesn't love right? the music to I Cabaret? Mean, Maybe people don't like the music to Cabaret. I don't know. Is there anyone If you do, let us know. If you don't like Cabaret, on your iTunes, there's a button that says unsubscribe, <laughs> and you can click that right now. <laughs> And we'll call it a day. And we wish you the best of luck. It's you. It's not us. <laughs> the worst breakup thing you right? could hear. How was your week? Uh, good. I, you know, I just finished this amazing book that I hope all of our listeners pick up. It's by Ileana Douglas. Okay. And it's called I Blame Dennis Hopper. Do you know who Ileana Douglas is? No. How- if you saw her, you'd be like, I totally know her. She's a very famous character actress. But her big thing was in the late 80s, early 90s, she was uh, dating Martin Scorsese. So she shows up in Goodfellas, and she shows up in a whole bunch of his movies. But musical theater fans, you might know her if you've seen a documentary called Pittsburgh with Jeff Goldblum. Have you ever seen this? No, I'm writing it down. Okay. So it's not my favorite thing. I should I should tell you that right now. Okay. But Pittsburgh uh, is a documentary about Jeff Goldblum, and he's dating a woman who's Canadian. She needs to stay in the country, and she get, he gets her a job at Pittsburgh Civic Light Opera, where she is going to play Marion in The Music Man, and he is going to play The Music Man opposite her. 
And that gives her enough weeks to stay in the country. So that's the deal they make with Pittsburgh Civic Light Opera, that Jeff Goldblum will be Harold Hill and the Music Man. And what Jeff Goldblum also promises is that he'll get some of his celebrity friends to be a part of it as well. So Ed Begley Jr. signs on as Mayor Shin, and Ileana Douglas signs on as Mrs. Shin. This is all real. All it's real. Like, all and happened. Richard Sabellico directed it. And there's a, it's a documentary. And, they it's made, called, and they made the documentary of it. And they made the time. documentary. And it's called Pittsburgh. Wow. But she's in it as Mrs. Shin, and she's very funny. Anyway, so the absolutely wonderful, fantastic book. And I encourage everybody to pick it up and read it, because huh. it it's a light read, and it's really wonderful how's that, that sounds for a like fun yeah yeah but see pittsburgh see yeah. pittsburgh so you can watch jeff goldblum as the creepiest harold hill oh jim walton from merrily yeah is in it uh, it's bizarre it's a really bizarre production <sighs> and god bless richard sabellico because he is trying to get a performance out of jeff goldblum and they actually get oh because I, I actually think that's not bad casting because he's charismatic and, but he you plays know. it very like private and really really creepy oh, and stuff and no. richard sabellico is like you're ruining the show <laughs> he just says it basically to him and goes you're really ruining the music man and i'm oh. like that's a way to give a direction i love it and i think it's a great if, if you're not used to if you're not an actor or a director to see the inside of what happens on the inside of the you know in the room where it happens yeah, you know to see what a rehearsal process is thank like, you for if that you hamilton shout out yeah what I, if got they get a I got a shape in he, since uh, when he did it i was like all right i want to be in the can. room where it happens <laughs> kevin what is your favorite thing for us all right picture it march 5th 1962 is opening night i know you're already going in your head to all the shows oh no go just guess no, no already I'm, just I'm, go I, for I, it i think i'm wrong all right, it it, it uh, won the Tony for best score. Not and Mr. President. No, nope. I'm, I'm no, no. So behind. Uh, this this is a famous famous composer who was writing with himself for the first time. Oh, uh, no strings. Yeah, that's right. It's my no friend. strings. Yeah, that's right. Thank Richard you very Rogers. Much. Thank you very much. Richard Rogers. Um, Oscar Hammerstein passed away in 1960, and so Richard Rogers um, wrote this little. I think this charming charming musical uh it's about a fashion model diane carroll who is living in paris um she meets and falls in love with an uh, expat american who's there played by richard kiley one of my all-time favorite musical theater Don actors Quixote i mean and, like and he's truly truly special and uh and he's in paris because he has he's from maine he's got writer's block he goes there to try to like you know shake it up a little bit they meet they fall in love but um as things turn out he doesn't he can't he doesn't get inspired and he realizes he needs to go back to maine to write and so they part ways with no strings attached so there you go also really cool about this show is that there literally were no strings in the orchestra i mean violin cello and most orchestra pits had strings in them that was a standard that your orchestrations would have that but richard rogers always reinventing himself i mean this man is like you know nearing the latter part of his career you know his most you know his big partnership over but i love that he's still reinventing himself so he doesn't use robert russell bennett for the orchestrations this is listeners you know you those big king and i and south pacific orchestrations that are used to hearing with strings you know he he decides to go a different direction and he hires a man named ralph burns to do the orchestrations so there are no string instruments there is a harp and there is a guitar but no classic string instruments uh, you might talk about this but what else did ralph burns do because everyone is so familiar with his work whether or not they realize oh God, it i'm gonna look it up oh, I no, mean, like, chicago it, oh yeah ja- so, i mean jazzy jazz he's stuff. known for jazzy syncopated uh heavy on the reed instruments reed instruments being saxophones and, and clarinets and stuff like that so in this show, there were eight 
read players. Eight read eight players. Eight read players, meaning that they, they had eight Jeez. players and they doubled everything. So you had they, play, they played alto sax and tenor sax and clarinet. So you had like you could have like something like sixty four different combinations of instrumentation in this show, in addition to a couple trumpet players and other. Um, and they were on stage. It was one of the first Broadway musicals to have the orchestra actually be on stage. That's incredible. It, which I find fascinating. The show we could say is a hit because it ran for like something like five hundred and eighty performances. So about a year. That's a hit. Yeah, I, that, no, that's I think good. That's you know, in, in the '60s, we're so used to seeing shows like Hello Dolly and Fiddler on the Roof last years and years. But this is a Richard Rogers, and Richard Rogers wrote the lyrics, so he wrote his own lyrics. Is the only show where he wrote the lyrics. I think after this, he probably was like, "Well, let me. I need a collaborator yeah. again." And he collaborated with Stephen Sondheim actually. And they went this. to Do I Hear a Waltz? Uh, Do I Hear a Waltz? Right. But this uh, this score. Um, uh, so what fascinates me about this show and was controversial a little bit at the time. Diane Carroll, uh, African American. Richard Kiley, uh, in 1962. This is the this, the civil rights movements going on, and this this is oh, a yeah. interracial couple is a big deal. But what made it kind of controversial, and today it wouldn't be, that they didn't comment on in in the show. It, it was not about them being black and white. Uh, in fact, they said that you could have any woman play the white. I mean, play the 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 lead female, the model. Yeah, and and it, it wouldn't didn't you know it didn't matter. So they were casting it for the best. You know, Richard Rogers saw Diane Carroll and was like, "That's it. She's the lady." But at the time, people. They they wanted it to be about that, so he was a little ahead. Of, he was ahead of his time. I mean, once again, Richard Rogers is, was was pushing the envelope a little bit. Always, they always, you know, it's I always hate when Rogers and Hammerstein have that reputation of oh, they're so saccharine, they're so sweet, they're so benign. I mean, you mm-hmm. look at things like No Strings, or you look at things, you know, like Carousel or Even in South Allegro. Pacific, you've got to be carefully hate taught. that reputation that you know, they have, yeah, because it's so unwarranted. Oh and unjustified. no, no, no! They always push the envelope. When you listen to this score, you can't help but tap your toes. You hear all these jazz orchestrations by Ralph Burns and it's it's thrilling it's really exciting and then so if you were to go check out some songs I would say Please. listen to the sweetest sounds that's one of the the opening number and I know the song very well but when you put the context of it that this is a man who is writer's block and he really believes that he's got something more to say to this world but doesn't know how to say it I mean that song completely embodies that that idea yeah um she there's an old clip a black and white I forget I think she's on the Ed Sullivan show Dan Carroll sings uh, loads of love and you get to see all the choreography and everything uh, and it's she's she's special uh, she is special and I have to I love those Ed Sullivan things he had just about every single Broadway musical from that time yes. period on there and they would have a long amount of time oh yeah like 10 minutes worth of ten material minutes. at and, least yeah. and stuff that I, he was really creating an archive that nobody was even thinking about because you mm. can go on there you can look at things from Pickwick and Walking Happy and all these shows that nobody remembers anymore and you go good thank I love you said Pickwick I don't know why that one came to me Walking Happy you know two two classics two classics Choo Chum or something but I impress my husband all the time with with my knowledge of obscure musical theater. He's nodding uh, his head in the background. Yes, he is sobbing, <laughs> sobbing quietly to himself. So that so no strings. Yeah, I I really 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 love this score. It just makes me really happy, and I like things that make me happy. Do you think it'll ever be revived, or could it be revived? I I think it I think it could be revived. I I would like to read the book and see how well it is. I Encores did it in like two thousand three with James Naughton. Yes, and I don't um, know who played. Off. I honestly him. don't remember. Uh, I'm going to say how... Vanessa Williams, and I could be oh, totally geez. wrong. But she would be great today. Do we have a? Crack I think we need a little. I think she's to... got to be a little younger. But I would like to see it revived. I, I, yeah, I, I would love to hear the score again. Um, it, it's 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 a great. It's a little chestnut. It's special, and it's Richard Rogers. It's it's musical theater legend. Don't need any string players. Now get rid of them. 
Tony, <laughs> just give me, just give me some eight eight reed players who can like play twenty five instruments each. Great if you're a reed player, if you could email Kevin David Thomas and let him know that you're interested in his production of <laughs> No Strings, No Strings at yeah. the Mark Hellinger Theater. Oh, <laughs> they're, they're gonna get rid of the uh, church well, for well. a little bit. But you can uh, still go in that church. And, I mean, you can you can they, you really? they keep their doors open. Yeah, and you can go in, and the theater is still. I mean, it's renovated? still beautiful, and it's wow. you see all the glass above you. I mean, it's I I recommend going in that church even if you're not a church goer but just to look at the old theater on uh, on what is it on 49th street 49th street yeah yeah, yeah it's really cool because that that theater is really stunning oh yeah. Ooh, i want to go now i know uh, mostly because there's a mcdonald's next door and i know Amen. that's where i can get my big mac all right okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So What's yours, my friend? Oh, my gosh. I, I have to tell you, I was just reading a couple of uh, days ago Ethan Morden's One More Kiss. Oh, I um, like his books. If you don't know who Ethan Morden is, yeah. you should know who Ethan Morden is. He wrote um, a book for every decade from 1920 up until like 2000 or so yeah. that celebrates uh, the American musical theater and goes into detail on what musicals came out in that decade and what trends. And, and the sev- oh yeah, the 70s one is called One More Kiss. So I've been reading that. So I'm going to warn our viewers, the next couple of my favorite things are going to be mostly 70s related. Great. So get out your bell bottoms, get out your love beads, get out your mood rings, and let's get groovy. <laughs> let's go tie-dye. Um, so here is mine. This musical fascinates me. It's by the great composing team of Walden and Britain. Yes, I know. I know. It's a popular choice. I'm literally like glazed over. I- this is a musical from 1974 or sorry, 1973 and it won the Tony Award for Best Musical based on a very famous play by Lorraine Hansberry. Raisin. Raisin. Yeah. yeah. The, Raisin. The musical Raisin yeah. based on Lorraine Hansberry's A Raisin in the Sun. Thank you. I appreciate I didn't know that was that. the songwriting team. What's their names again? The well, wrote you'll it? love this. Their names are Walden and Britton. Not Benjamin Britton. <laughs> no, not Ben. Who came back from the dead. Right. To write Ray's in the musical. That's the one thing he wanted to do. And then he went back to have It was like Carousel. He didn't want to slap his daughter. He yeah, wanted no. to write Ray's in the musical. Judd Walden and Robert Britton were these two guys who were put together in the BMI workshop. BMI workshop was Lehman Engel, the famous music director. He created a place, an avenue for, for writers to get together. Together and it still exists. It still today. exists, and most yeah, and, most of them uh, are there. Most composers you, go through that, <laughs> and and you you had a, a place to share your work and, and critique it, and other writers you absolutely know, yeah. And so they were put together as a composing team, wow. and they they were like, "What do we want to adapt?" And they said, "What about Lorraine Hansberry's A Raisin in the Sun?" So if you don't know A Raisin in the Sun, the play, I don't know what's wrong with you because you should know it. I mean, everybody. I mean, that sounds so shame. horrible. Shame on you. <laughs> hit unsubscribe. <laughs> Read the play and then come back and hit subscribe. 
if you don't know Raised in the Play, it's the story of an African-American family that's living yep. in uh, Chicago. Uh, the father of the family passes away. There's an insurance check coming in. And the question is, what are they going to do with the money? The mom wants to take the money and buy a house in an all-white neighborhood uh, and get out of the apartment that they're living in. And the oldest son wants to take the money and open up his liquor store and become his own man. It's a wonderful play. It's been revived countless, countless Was times. Was that the P. Diddy part? The, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, Sean, just making sure. P. Diddy slash Daddy, Sean, Sean Combs. Who slash did it in the revival. Puff Daddy slash right. with who, Audra. Who, I don't know if this is a true story. This is one of those allegedly oh, things yes, I'm going to tell you. Is that when they were doing the revival, his acting left something to be desired. Oh. So the director realized that the best way for him to have an emotional moment was to cross upstage to a window and have his back to the audience. And that would obs- no. it would look like he was just thinking and in contemplation, but it was really obscuring the fact that's good that direction. He, he did not know how to handle the moment. That is what I heard allegedly. I don't know if that's true, but obviously Sean Combs will tweet us because I'm sure he's listening to this right now. <laughs> Um, so this composing team of Walden and Britain, yeah. uh, Richard Rogers was interviewed. Richard Rogers. Yeah. Oh my God. What a, once again, we're tying Good in. We didn't even realize it. They asked him in the seventies, they said, what, what composers and teams do you admire now? And he said, Oh, Walden and Britain never wrote anything else ever again together. This was it. The book was by, uh, Lorraine Hansberry's, uh, husband, her, her husband. She had passed away by the time. And so it's comes out in the same season as over here and seesaw, which obviously are not great landmarks of the American Musical Theater. And it wins the Tony Award for Best Musical. But now here's the most interesting thing. The reviews for this musical are fantastic. Clive Barnes of the New York Times at the, at the time said, it's perhaps even better than the play. What? And Raisin is one of those unusual musicals that should not only delight people who love musicals, but might also well delight people who didn't. And here's the cast. Ready for the cast? Yeah. Joe Morton, oh. who recently just won an Emmy Award for Scandal. Yeah, and he's doing something right now and uh, he's doing uh, a, on Off-Broadway. Yeah, Dick Gregory. Yes, that's right, which I hear is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Virginia Capers played the mom. Ralph Williams from the TV show Good Times. Oh, uh, played the little boy. Debbie Allen was the sister. And Helen Martin from 227. Do you remember Helen Martin? She would, I hang, love out. 227. She would hang out the window. Yes. Pearl, Pearl Shea. Of course. The little sassy comments. Uh, <laughs> and Ernestine Jackson. So anyway, this was the cast. Now, apparently, for I know people who saw the show and they said the show itself wasn't all that wonderful. It was the cast that made the show great. Mm. And they had fostered this ensemble sense in the commun- in the musical theater community. And that's what helped get the show over to the Tony Awards for the Best Musical Committee. They said the acting covered wow. up a lot. I listened to the score yesterday. Yeah. I think it's an amazing score. I'm gonna- I, I really do. Um, the opening number for Walter Lee is a great song called Man Say. It's a little misogynistic now, mm. but I still think it's a great song. Uh, Sidewalk Tree. Uh, which is about the environment outside the apartment is wonderful. And the big song that comes from it is the song that the mother sings to a flower called A Whole Lot of Sunlight, which is the flower that she has in her crappy apartment, never gets any sunlight on it. But when they move to this house where there will have a garden, the flower will be able to grow. I was looking at all the things that won Best Musical in the 1970s. Only three have never been revived on Broadway. Applause, Two Gentlemen of Verona, and Raisin. Although Two Gentlemen went to... um, Central Park a few years ago. They did a musical oh, version that's of that. Right. And Applause was at Encores a few years ago. But Raisin has never had Isn't that crazy? Any and, major and, and the revival. source material is so known, too. And I think the source material is so... It's even today oh, yeah. prevalent. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm surprised that it has not come back. And I'm curious as to why it has not come back either at Encores. There was supposed to be one in 2003. They got started in L.A. with Nell Carter. 
she was going to play the mother, and she passed away the night before they went into tech rehearsals. So my my pick for this 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 uh, this episode is Raisin, nineteen seventy three, really good one, Tony Award winner for best musical. I think the score is fantastic. I think the score is great, and I think there's a lot of stuff there that people should be tapping into. And I don't know why these guys they never wrote anything after this. I wonder what they did. Yeah, that's. I, I did some research. There was really nothing. There was really nothing. They did a couple like offbeat things, but nothing of any sort of prominence. And I think one of them has passed away at this point. Okay. So I don't. I can't imagine there's going to be anything else coming out. You know, you a couple of weeks ago you talked about Do I Hear a Waltz mm. and Stephen Sondheim going. You know, Do I Hear a Waltz? So why? musical right you know why? what does it add like what how does it, does it add mm-hmm. and a lot of people said the same thing about raisin which is what does it add i actually think it adds a lot yes. and i think you get a lot more time with these characters and to really understand the emotional journey that they're going on mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's a wonderful thing so that's my that's my pick raisin raisin and no strings raisin and no strings linked by richard rogers i love it yeah <laughs> so let us know if you listen to those let us know what you think i am rob right. schneider and i'm kevin david town and this was time. our favorite Things. Take care. Bye. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the Rise Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now. And get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org. Because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.